Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. On today's episode, we're going to go back to discussing a brand we spoke about earlier, Bentley. Now, they recently introduced the latest version of the Continental GT Speed, and we discussed how it's a real beast of a cruising machine. Make sure to go check out that episode of the GeForce podcast. But last year, Bentley also launched another vehicle, one that's arguably more exciting and also more important for the brand. Now, given that the Geneva Motor Show was canceled in 2020, Bentley never got a chance to properly introduce this vehicle to the world. This vehicle was important for Bentley to showcase and get the media to see as being a new direction for the brand itself. But as of this past week, the prototype was out being tested by several key automotive journals. So I think it's time we discuss the new Bentley Mulliner Bacalar. Now let's clear the air of what the Bacalar isn't. It's not a new EV from Bentley. It's not a hybrid. Heck, it's basically got the same power plant as the Continental GTC, a twin-turbo W12 tuned to pump out 650 horsepower. In fact, the whole platform is essentially the same that's used on the GTC, not just the power plant. If I'm being honest here, the Mulliner Bacalar, which is a very important car for Bentley, could pretty easily be summarized as a two-seater, roofless version of the Continental GTC. But then, why is it so important? Well, it's that Mulliner part of the name. Mulliner were an old British coach building company. Now, coach builders started off by building stagecoaches, hence the name. And then they transitioned into building car bodies that got mounted onto car chassis. These were the days when the body of a car and the chassis were completely separate. So you would have a car maker develop the chassis and the powertrain, and you'd have a coach builder make a luxurious one-off body to go on the chassis itself. What this did was allow for heavy amounts of customization and personalization. It kind of acting like a factory version of the modern day aftermarket tuning houses and design shops. Molliner and Bentley have done a lot of work in the past, but this is a key moment. Bentley are reviving the Molliner name as part of a new strategy to incorporate heavily personalized and high-end limited edition cars in their lineup because apparently Bentleys weren't limited enough as is. Mulliner are really back to being a proper coach builder here with the Bacalar. They're taking a basically stock GTC platform, one that the car world knows pretty well, and it works quite well. Then they're taking that and personalizing the interior and body. First up, they got rid of the back seats replacing them with a holding spot for the custom-made travel bags that come with the car. So this becomes a true two-seater, 
Whereas it's technically possible to seat a total of four people in a convertible Continental GT. Back to the roof, or lack of one I should say. Bentley seemed to be focusing this car for a very specific rain-free environment, which seems a bit ironic for a British company. But it's also somewhat of a throwback to the old 1930s Bentley race cars, which were also roofless and also rear seatless. Other than those two key changes from the base Continental, the Mulliner team have spent some time redesigning other parts of the vehicle itself. The whole exterior is completely different, with pretty much everything restyled. It now it still looks like a modern Bentley, but it also hints at where the future of Bentley design will go. It's more angular than the base Continental GT, and it's especially more aggressive than the original Continental GT we saw back in 2005, so this is an exciting indication of where Bentleys will look going in the future. The interior is nothing short of opulent. But that being said, so is the GTC's interior. So the biggest difference is that the GTC uses top tier materials, whereas the Mulliner Bacalar uses the best of the best. Some of the most expensive leathers and wood trims. The dash is actually made out of a petrified wood that's over 5,000 years old. Is it because it looks good or because it sounds cool to say you've got 5,000 year old wood in your car and can charge a lot of money for that? So a rebodied and retrimmed Conti GTC without rear seats or a roof. That's basically the Bacalar in a nutshell. But then why is it so important to Bentley? Again, it comes down to the fact that Molinar are involved. This is a coach-built car. Even though on paper this seems like a smaller detail, and all these other changes seem like smaller details, the end result really seems to be a very different experience from any other Bentley on the market. And again, the details really do matter. The car looks like nothing else on the road, and surely will be a showstopper. Now, only 12 Mulliner Bacalars will be built, but Bentley have said that every single one of them has been spoken for as of their original virtual launch. So unfortunately, good luck trying to get one of these vehicles. The exclusivity plus the fact that you really can't show up to the showroom and pick one up, it's going to be a bit tough. As of now when the journalists have finally driven the Bacalar, nothing seems to indicate that any of these buyers will back out. So Bentley really should take this as a positive for their future of building these limited edition coach-built cars. So what are my thoughts? I mean, I like the looks, and the two-seater speedster feel to this car should make it a fantastic drive on European mountain and coastal drives, or even out on the west coast of North America. But honestly, I do have an issue, and it comes down to the price. Now I'm not in the market for any Bentley, including a base Continental GTC, which starts at over a quarter of a million bucks. But this Mulliner Bacalar is crazy, 
It's starting at around $1.9 million. That's eight times as much as a Continental GTC. And I honestly don't think it's good value at all. I mean, there are at least 12 people who disagree with me here, and I think their opinion is much more important than mine. But let's look at it from a coach-built perspective. Sure, it's a hyper-limited edition car. But there really isn't much difference between this Bacalar and a GTC that it's based on. I mean, sure, I was saying the Bacalar would be great to cruise around in the European mountains or on the west coast, but so would a Continental GTC. Almost as good, potentially as good, just from the fact that it's the same powertrain delivering power to all four wheels. The only difference is you've got a few less seats in one version and then the other, but even then, it doesn't impact the weight or really the characteristics of the actual driving for the vehicle. If Bentley are going to keep up the Mulliner coach building arm of their portfolio, I'd love to see them actually make an effort to build the experience beyond just big body updates and some interior changes. But again, my opinion really is limited to me, and there are signals showing that this strategy will still work well for Bentley. Other VW Group companies have previously seen success building limited edition cars that are essentially just rebodied versions of their other cars in their lineup. Lamborghini are the best at this, having started with the Rebenton back in the late 2000s. That was essentially just a rebodied and retrimmed Murcielago built in limited numbers. Lambo also made the Veneto and the Centenario, both following the same model, but using the Aventador. All of these cars sold exceptionally well and appreciated in the aftermarket for some time as well too. So these are indicators that Bentley with the Mulliner Bacalar will go down as a success despite my criticisms and despite the fact that it's essentially just a rebodied and redesigned Continental GTC. I want to be clear, I don't hate these cars that are custom built or limited edition versions of other cars. I actually like a lot of them that have been built out. My favorite of these types of vehicles was Aston Martin's Victor. It was a grand touring version of their Vulcan hypercar that made it the amazing, naturally aspirated V12 with a manual transmission. This is an absolute stunner of a car. Taking some of the racing characteristics of the Vulcan and putting it into a grand touring package. It would have been really cool to see Bentley take a direction like this with the Mulliner Bacalar. But the Victor cost the commissioner somewhere around $5 million to build. So maybe this makes the Bacalar good value? What are your thoughts on the Bentley Mulliner Bacalar? Is it worth the $1.9 million? Or would you spend that big chunk of cash on a different garage lineup? Let us know on Twitter and Instagram at GeForcePodcast.